welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Norwood, a wife, mom of two, a life coach, and a counselor. But above all these titles, I'm a human who is so passionate about helping other moms feel alive and confident. My mission with this podcast is to help you, the human, reconnect with yourself and your identity beyond being a mom. On this show, I'll share moments and stories and interviews and expert strategies to manage your mindset and take small action until you are living a life that you are so obsessed with. I feel that becoming a woman who is happy and peaceful and confident is the most inspiring thing we can do for ourselves. One of my favorite things to watch is other women win, including you. Welcome to the show. Hey, friends, and welcome back to a new episode of Confident Like a Mother. How are we doing? I hope you're doing amazingly. I hope you're responding back in your head like, fucking awesome, Caitlin. Yes, perfect. So today I'm going to get down and dirty right to the point because I'm actually recording this in my car as I wait for my daughter to be done with her acting practice. And I was like, this is a perfect little way to like jam in a little like 10 minute episode. And today I am calling all of us out because do you know who the person that is most likely to lie to you is? It's your damn self. It is yourself. We lie to ourselves all of the time. And I'm semi kidding, but semi telling the truth because our ego is the damn liar. And Our ego does this, one, for two reasons. One, it's a defense mechanism, and it wants to keep us safe from a survival standpoint. And also, it wants to keep us safe from like a self-image perspective as well. This is why when I talk about mindset and the importance of mindset, it's for this reason, because our brains are so freaking tricky. And if we are not onto ourselves, then we're just going to go along with our brain and believing that the things that we're telling ourselves is true. Because think about it like this. Skate back to 30, 20, 50, however old you are, years ago to when you were younger, nobody, none of us, none of us were born thinking negatively about ourselves. None of us were born doubting ourselves. Like think about yourself as a kid. Like we actually thought of ourselves as like the best thing going. And I just think about both my daughters now, like they are fearless, shameless, especially I'm just thinking about them like showing off their artwork or their school projects, like They are so proud of themselves for every little thing. I love that about their age and I never want them to lose it. But I'm also not naive. I'm also not naive to think that they're like gonna stay like this forever. But it's also my intention as their mom to be their role model, to be their role model of someone who really freaking loves herself and is so confident. And I'm teaching that to my girls that no matter what, like I'm worthy of love, no matter what, I'm worthy of respect, no matter what, I'm worthy of doing the things that are really important to me. And like, that is my role. That is my intention. And that is why this work is so important to me because I want my daughters to know that it's true for themselves too. Not only now, but also as they grow older. What I really want to bring to your attention today is everything that you think is true about yourself more than likely was not your original thought. It was like put upon you or placed upon you at some point, whether it was through your own lived experience or your parents or a teacher, et cetera, you know, saying things to you like, don't do that. Be a good girl. Be quiet. Listen here. You don't have the body to be wearing that or our family doesn't do that or we don't have the money for that. Like whatever it is, all of the messages that we got along the way started to become 
our truth. We started to believe them as though they were our original thoughts. And the wildest part is that most of the things that hold us back in life or most of our negative thoughts that we believe to be true about ourselves, one, aren't even our thoughts. And two, they were placed upon us in the most formative years of our lives. And they're still with us right now. They're still stuck with us right now. At some point along the way, somebody told you that you weren't enough or that you weren't smart enough in some way or that you weren't pretty enough or thin enough or your body didn't look right, your skin didn't look right, or you didn't have the right shoes or you weren't rich enough or you didn't have this, whatever it was, right? We started to believe that these things, whatever it was, were true about us. And here we are like 30 somethings and we're still believing that those things were true that were said to us at like age eight, let's say. And because our brains are always on like such an ego trip, what our mind does is it actually searches for evidence to make sure that these things are actually true. It searches for references that, see, this happened when I was 21. See, this happened when you were 23. And then you really start to cement these thoughts about yourself to actually be your truth. I like to think of it as like, each negative thought from somebody else came to you. And let's just say it like it was like a snowflake and another snowflake added to your snowflake and another snowflake added to that snowflake. And then your parents snowflake of your, you know, your body image added to that. And then the boy in your fourth grade class added to that snowflake. And slowly but surely that snowflake is starting to turn into a snowball. You hold that snowball becomes a mass. It becomes a thing. And this is just an analogy of like how something small can start as like a little speck, but once you start to hear it from this person or, you know, five years later, that person, and, you know, two weeks later, this person, another year down the road, this person saying it to you, it all starts to build a mass. It starts to build to be a true thing. And this is how it cements in your mind as though it's your truth, as though it's absolutely true about you. And we never think to question what our brain thinks. We just start to believe like, oh, see, there's more evidence. See, oh, there's another reference that this is true. And we start to actually take this on as our identity. So at one point in your life, you never believe this about you. But once someone started to point it out, that momentum builds and it becomes like that snowflake or it becomes that snowball and it becomes like a freaking avalanche if we let it. Once the momentum takes over, your mind, it can't tell the difference. Whether it's something that you believe to be true about yourself or if it's really just the opinion of somebody else that you just cannot tell the difference anymore because you were actually born loving yourself. You were born thinking that you were going to be something great, that you were super special and that you were super confident at those younger ages. And here's what I learned about confidence is that you don't get to block these thoughts from other people anymore. You don't get to block the opinions of others. You don't get to block, you know, the people telling you to be quiet or play small or that that outfit doesn't look good on you anymore or that um, like you don't have this or you don't have that. Like you can't block other people's opinions. But what you can do is that you build up your confidence so much so in yourself that it minimizes the effect of the self-doubt. It minimizes the effect of other people's opinions of you. It minimizes the effect of what you think confidence needs to be linked to. Your confidence is not linked to what you have in material things. Your confidence is not linked to what you've accomplished or how you think 
other people should see you. Your confidence is just a trust and a knowing in yourself that you are going to show up for yourself. And by showing up, I mean keeping tiny promises to yourself. That's how I teach my clients how to build trust within themselves because when we start something new, we suck at it. We suck at things that are new to us. And this is often the reason why people don't start is because they suck and people don't like sucking at things, including myself. I don't like to be bad at things. I'm pretty competitive and I like to be the best. I like to be great at things. So also when it comes to my own self-confidence and when it comes to my own personal growth, I am willing to suck for a little bit. I am willing to have that like newbie feeling because being a woman that is undoubtedly confident is something that I practice daily. And it is something that I'll never be at the end of, like I'll never be at the end of confidence, like achieved confidence. You know what I mean? Confidence is like new levels all of the time. It's constantly evolving. And for me, I am absolutely willing to suck sometimes and to feel negative emotions, whether that's disappointment, feeling angry, upset, whatever. I'm absolutely willing to go there or let myself go there in order to allow my confidence to continue to just keep growing because that's what it is. It's continuous efforts. It's continuous belief in your own superpowers. That's what I believe confidence is. The takeaway from today's episode is I want you to fully understand like your biggest liability is your own damn mind and believing the bullshit that you might be picking up from other people's opinions of you or the things that you have or haven't achieved or the things that you have and don't have or the way that you look or don't look. That's just your mind playing. It's fuckery. That's what it is. It's mind fuckery. And if you are committed to practicing confidence every single day, like it's an unwavering commitment, then I believe that you have it. I believe that it's done for you and that you'll be able to experience what it feels like and is like to live a confident life. And this shit isn't easy. When you look at somebody, if you're looking towards me or if you're looking at somebody that you believe is confident, like please know that it's not an easy practice and please know that it can feel shitty sometimes. And this is exactly how you get to create that version of you that you are destined to be. You know, like that five-year-old version of you that I spoke about at the top of this episode Who did she want to be? What did she want to do? Because that person still lives within you. You just have taken on the opinions of other people. You've taken on the limitations of other people. How can you allow yourself to manage your mind and know that whatever you wanted when you were five years old, like that's still possible for you. The confidence that you had when you were six years old, strutting around and singing and dancing, like you were the next Mariah Carey, like she's still within you. How special is that to think about? So your first step to building a deeper level and an unshakable level of confidence is to work on your mindset. And so by challenging the beliefs that you have about yourself and just being curious whether they're your own thoughts or not, like asking yourself a question like this, like, is it really true that blah, blah, blah? Is it really true that I'm not worthy? Is it really true? Have I really believed that I'm not good enough? And P.S. The answer is no. The answer is you are good enough. One of my favorite practices to do with my clients to like dispel this myth of when you believe that you are not good enough is to write down all the reasons why your brain is telling you that you're not good enough for whatever it is. Like I'm not smart enough or I'm not rich enough or whatever it is. And then you go back like on the second column of the piece of paper, like if you fold it in half, And then you prove all of those things wrong. You say the exact opposite. Like I am good enough because, or I am smart enough because. And what that does is it rewires your brain and to look for that 
type of evidence rather than the evidence that would support that you are not good enough. So it's actually doing the complete opposite of what your default went to. And you're now rewiring a new thought pattern that really feels more empowering and builds your self-confidence. And if you're listening to this, like in December, I'm dropping this in December of 2022, do not wait until the new year to start a practice like this. You are worth feeling amazing right now. You don't have to wait till January, 2023. You can start this right now because I believe the biggest transformation when it comes to like anything, but when it comes to your own confidence is when, when you can start to do something tiny, when you can start to feel the success of something tiny and that momentum builds like the snowball that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it starts super tiny like a snowflake. And when it accumulates, it builds momentum into that snowball and hopefully into that fucking avalanche that the avalanche of confidence is just going to take you out and lift you up. But girlfriend, this will only happen when you start to do something new, when you start to do something different. And before I go, I want you to think about your five-year-old self. Like what would your five-year-old version of you be telling you right now about how you can step into more confidence right now? Like think of that girl, close your eyes, envision her. She is like the girl that's on like your parents' VHS tape and she is doing the damn thing in the living room, singing and dancing her little heart out. So freaking confident and unstoppable. What would she tell you about your confidence right now? What would she tell you about your capabilities right now? And how can you step more into her? Here's a little bonus too. If you're listening to this episode and you have like an old video of you, or if you have like an old picture of you doing the damn thing, tag me on social media with that picture. Like if you know, you know, kind of situation, I'm dying to see your five-year-old versions of yourselves. Like, just let me know. This would be so fun. I also want to say that I will be taking a little hiatus, a little break for the month of December from the podcast, just because I spent a ton of hours on the weekends recording, planning, and then editing podcast episodes. And I'm going to take my own medicine and do what feels really aligned and perfect for the holiday season. And it is spending more time with my family and having so much fun and joy. And if I'm compelled or have the time to record an episode, I will drop one, but otherwise I will probably not force anything. It is not too late to join my four-week series, You Deserve Magic. I'm offering coaching and a small group community inside of Facebook. And we've already done one workshop, but it was recorded and it is there for you to watch and get coaching on. I have three three more workshops on all of the struggles for the holidays, whether that's navigating really challenging family situations, creating boundaries, creating time for yourself, and how to actually envision your ideal holiday season. So if you are so compelled or if you are like somebody that is like, oh gosh, I'm dreading the holidays, get in this Facebook group because I'm offering coaching for the entire month of December. Like you don't want to miss it. And it's at a price point that is so accessible and such a steal that I don't want you to be kicking yourself in the ass in like a couple months from now. Like, oh, I wish I got coaching for Kate from Caitlin at that price point. But no worries. There's always good news. I will be opening up my one-to-one coaching at the beginning of the year. So stay tuned for that news as well. And as always, I hope this episode inspires you to continue living confident like a mother. That is a wrap for this week's episode of Confident Like a Mother. This is your host, Caitlin Norwood, signing off with so much gratitude. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And if you loved this episode, do me a favor and share it with a mom that would love to hear this message as well. Or you can head over to iTunes linked below and you can actually leave a review of this episode yourself. As always, thank you so much and I will see you next time.